Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Just Be. I am John Emilio, along with my best friend. Henry Emilio, because I've been adopted. <laughs> I've adopted him. I have not told my wife yet, but... Henry Beltran. At least I don't have to put you to college. I'll take no, that. No, no college. You no. work, Bro. you've grown up, no changing John, diapers, we're done. John, I'm easy. And at this age, my metabolism is slowing, so I'm eating less. What do you want from me? I, I can't say that yet. <laughs> no, you're not eating less? No. Well, the last few days I was because I had that that uh, stomach bug, but... Hey, bro. You're, you're healthy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, but I'm, I'm, I'm appetite is coming back. Yeah, man. <clears throat> we're back, huh? Yeah, we're back. back. Another, another episode. You've traveled the country list. Yeah. Days, but <laughs> I've been through how many states? I don't know. I, yeah. I could have I shook hands with Texas. You could have, And yeah. uh, I drove. I did it all in the car. Yeah, I had a great time. You know, baseball. Yeah. Very, very fun times. And you're back. And I'm back. And, and I'm back. And we're back. Which stories? Which stories? And the Which stories, stories ends up being... About what we talk about. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, as you go through your day, uh, bro, I got to say, uh, I find myself being like a like a like a drug dealer and I want to deal the mindful drug. Uh-huh. Yes. Right. You, Absolutely. You, like, Understood. Like uh, and I, I got to I don't know if I'm going to stop myself, but I do have to be a little bit more mindful, a little bit more aware of what <clears> I'm doing because I don't want to be pushy, you know? No. And I find myself, I, I can see like, you know, the helicopter view, like who's that pushy nut job <laughs> and I'm being pushy a little bit and I got to stop. I, I got to curtail. I got to, oh, I, I don't know. I, I, I get, so you say you're being pushy. Um, I think you're just overzealous. Yeah. Like you found this new, and we spoke about this in one of the early episodes where I said, well, even spiritual teachers have what's called a spiritual ego and it's not a I mean, people hear the word ego and they all right, right away they think oh bad 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 we've said a thousand times ego is just thinking mind but a spiritual version of that is where even a person who has found you know an awakened individual who's found this mindfulness and this awareness this beautiful presence <laughs> tends to go start walking around being like hey do you see what I found this shit is good you gotta try it you gotta try it, yeah. but it's with the best of it's with the best of intention. Correct. You don't realize that you get caught up in the mind again, saying, "Hey, look what I have. Try this." But the problem is, and I think is what you're alluding to, when you do that, that's not how you attract people into this kind of realm. And Correct. This, if you <clears throat> actually get the opposite um, uh, reaction when you do that, I watched you how you handled me, <clears throat> and you never once. You never once told me you should try. Never did you say you should try this. Whereas I'm out there going, you should try this. And never once did you say you should. No, all you did was say observations like, you know, because you're identifying with the feeling. <clears throat> and I'm like, oh, man, John, where are you coming at me with this wisdom? And then it was, well, that's because happy. You know, you're searching, you're going to be searching for happy. I'm like, oh, <coughs> oh my yeah. God, John, you're right. And there was one thing that led to the other. And then again, you don't need much to connect the dots and then say, John, this is amazing. Like, yeah, we, and we, we delved an inch deeper, uh, dirty minds, uh, please go away, <laughs> uh, an inch deeper every time, <clears throat> you know? And then here we are, here we are. We turned our talks into this. And it's, it's great. And um, I'm going to make an observation, right? So my observation is uh, I, sh I should have been a sociologist, bro. 
You ever sit? We used to live in the city. You used to live in the city. You used to live in Brooklyn, right? Yeah, sure. Years, <clears throat> bro. One of my favorite things was to watch people. People just go watching. By. People watching. Don, yeah, honestly, sit on the stoop and watch people walk by. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> the stories. We, like, do, we used to do it out here in Jersey when we first moved out here. <laughs> so that that led me that and my background, <clears throat> let's say, in sales, you know, led me to really be aware of people and what they're doing, you know, what it looks like they're doing, what it looks like they could be thinking, and you kind of learn how to read people. <clears throat> yeah. Absolutely. You know, I, I'm not saying I'm right, but no, but you start to get a, it's a little bit of an intuition on on people's personalities and and things like that. So yeah, yeah. the old you read a room, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. You could sort of read a room. And again, I'm not saying I'm good. I'm simply saying no. You might not be. You're not going to hit it dead on every time, but you get an idea. So my idea currently, um, you you know, we always talk about the show off. You know, say off when we're not recording, and uh, the impact it has on people and the impact it could even further potentially have on people and i think that uh, like a big thing that happens with people is you know people are reserved yes like for my 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 observation is people don't um they're afraid people are afraid to come out and say you know i suffer from this or you know i really panic when i think of this or whatever the case may be people just harbor it so, uh, to la- for lack of a better word to summarize it, it's people suffer in silence. Absolutely. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, there, there are some very traumatic events in life that, you know, you can have, you can go through, and you suffer in silence. And I don't know if you do yourself any favors, but... You By know, suffering in silence? Right. It's tough. It's like a bomb that just resides in you. No, and- because if you're suffering in silence, the key word there is you're... Silence is a great word, but the key word there is you're suffering in silence. You're not, you're not being mindful in silence. You're not uh, enjoying peace in silence. You're suffering in silence. So that, that's, that's the key takeaway from that. If you're suffering and you're not reaching out to anybody or looking or willing to find a, a better way and you're, ha- and you're content where you are, I mean, yeah, it's not a, it's, it's not a, a very uh, positive place to be. So... Um, you know, Scott Adams, thank you again, Scott. Yes, John, another Scott Adams reference. <laughs> Scott Adams was saying that, uh, a good, I'm going to marry everything. Don't, don't think I'm, uh, I'm just giving you a, a bunch of different bullet points. I'm going to put everything together. <laughs> Scott Adams says, uh, when you, uh, practice, um, uh, what do you call this? Uh, oh my God, the word just got away from me. Is it affirmations. Affirmations. When you yeah. practice affirmations. Yeah. It's not that, you know, you're praying to a God that's going to make something happen for you. No. What you're doing is you're kind of honing in that awareness of, let's say your, your affirmation is, uh, I want to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. You're talking like it's almost like a manifestation. Correct. And how does that manifestation happen? Well, it happens because you develop an awareness. And that is basically what happens. So... Yeah. By doing this show, I was nodding my head. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> so by 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 doing this show, <clears throat> it's when I I'm going to speak for myself because you are you know again you are for me you know what I am you know who you are <laughs> uh, so your 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 skills super honed but by doing this show for me it's my sharpener my pencil sharpener oh my, listen I sharpen my pen I'm not, not to talk to you I sharpen my pencil with this show on a daily basis so so, <laughs> so you get what I'm saying so. Yeah. 
by doing this, we develop this awareness that I'm bumping into people in everyday life as I go. <clears throat> and I'm able to sit there and say, wow, this person is suffering. And literally, I don't do anything that would prompt anybody to tell me their their woes, but I'm picking up on it. Like I'm picking up on it. Uh, I told you a few stories off air about, you know, some, some people in my life. And you're like, yeah, and I'm telling you, John, the feeling that I get is that everybody has something that we suffer from. 100%. And, you know, the purpose... The, uh, Every, everybody has something that we choose ah, to suffer yeah, from. Yeah, there you go. We choose to suffer from it. And, <clears throat> and uh, it's very difficult to come out. It's very difficult for somebody to say, I'm seeing a therapist. It's very difficult for somebody to say, you know, <clears throat> uh, I suffer from OCD. Let me explain to you uh, what I used to do. Let me explain to you just how bad it was. Uh, you know, I was curled up uh, crying many times a day. You know, whatever, the, whatever the, your story is, mm -hmm. nobody wants to, I guess, open up about their vulnerabilities. And, and it's, it's a personal choice whether you do or you don't want to open up. And we choose we choose to open up about our vulnerabilities with the hope that it benefits other people. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. they don't have to choose to open up about it, but I would hope that people choose to hear it and maybe see it in themselves and realize what's happening within themselves. There you go. And if necessary, seek help from a professional or a, you know, or, or a mindful path like this. What, you know, every situation, I guess, merits something a little bit different. Um, even though I, I kind of personally feel this is a one size fits all, uh, kind of, I don't want to say remedy, but, um, process. Honestly, uh, where, 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 where there aren't many things, if any, that I, if any, really that, that mindfulness and awareness or presence, whatever you want to call it, won't. Yeah. Help you anchor in peace with barring <clears throat> a severe, you know, even severe. Really? Because at the end of the day, when you're practicing this, it's to realize that you're not the thinking mind. And you're actually... So if you're constantly... If, if we're thinking constantly about this and thinking constantly about this, are we ever really in presence? So the presence is, and we spoke about this for the show, is that awareness behind the thought. Right? That voice that... Uh, that voice that... The voice that we hear is a thinking mind. It's the one that sees and hears a voice behind it is where you anchor in that presence. So even if something severe was happening in your life right now, like whatever, yeah. it's really inconsequential because at the end of the day, whether it's something small or something severe, the one that's behind that watcher, that presence that sees all and points in the direction of where you want to go, that's where the, that's where the peace is always. That's where even if something horrible was happening in your life, and it's going to be a shitty situation, and it's going to be difficult to deal with. Nobody says it's not. But yet, getting caught up in the mind stream is where the suffering happens. So that's the point I'm trying to make. And you said this to me before the show started, how you saw the rabbit holes personally, yep. right? And you noticed they were there, and you chose not to go down them. Yep. So that's, I mean, that's, that's what it is. It's seeing... I know this is happening, and I can still work to fix the situation to make it better, 
But I don't have to go down that rabbit hole because I know where that rabbit hole goes. Question, what if, 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 what if. Yeah. And you choose not to go down there. Yeah, you'll end up with no hair. You, exactly. You choose to stay here in the present moment where you, you anchor in this peace and this stillness that even though you know that situation is there and, he's, and it will be dealt with one way or the other when that moment comes, you're not poisoning yourself in the meantime and destroying yourself in the meantime. You know, I think that's basically what it comes down to. So think about, <clears throat> think about the people that listen to the show. Yeah, they're either our friends, our acquaintances, or our family of some way, oh, yeah. shape, or form. Absolutely. So I'm going to speak to you directly, <clears throat> and uh, some of us, I'm going to say majority of us, probably all of us, suffer in silence. So therefore, I'll go first. And we've been going first <laughs> since we did this show. Since we started the show. So you know, John suffered from OCD. By the way. Uh, I use suffered in past tense, but I don't know if it ever goes past tense because it's just something that you deal with because it was a way that your mind thought. Well, no. So back then at that time, I was suffering. Oh, perfect. There I was go. suffering. Perfect. That's, so that's in, a great way. In, to, in yep. that moment when that happened, yep. I was suffering because my choice, I didn't realize there was another one, was to suffer. I didn't realize I I was suffering, but not realizing I was choosing to suffer it. So so even though you know we said I suffered, perfect. Yeah. Okay. So, so now I'll make that distinction now. <clears throat> so it's true <clears throat> that you suffered past tense, mm -hmm. but does that mean that that same mind doesn't want to continue its pattern because it wants to continue? It, oh but, yes. Right. Yeah. So, you so so the 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 thought patterns that you've learned, the behavioral patterns, the 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 neural pathways that you've made and connected, how these thought patterns will happen in our brain. And I don't understand any of that, but that takes time to really rewire. So thought patterns maybe change a little bit, but no, that doesn't, that's not what you're looking to, to change. You're looking to change your, your response to that. And that is what you hone. And that's where you start choosing not to just follow them anymore. So they don't go away necessarily if that's what you're trying to get to. That's what I was trying to get yeah, to. Yeah, no. They don't they don't they they, they do lessen <clears throat> immensely, immensely as you go on. Yeah. But when poked the right way, it takes them a millisecond to come. Oh, did somebody call me? Yeah. Remember me? Remember, exactly. Like you remember you poked the bear once, hey, I'm I'm still here. Yeah. I've been take I've been in hibernation, but I'm still here. Then it's just a matter of I know you're still here, and then you just carry on again. And that thought pattern tends to, you know, simmer itself back down. But it doesn't take much to come up. Now, if you engage it when it comes up, you'll fuel it. And like we said, weeks pass, you put on that highway and you just, you're gone. It just takes off. Yeah, it takes off. So, so I think, I think a lot of us are on that train ride <clears> and <throat> we don't really know how to stop the train, how to, how to, how to jump well, off. Which, which, what train ride, what train ride <laughs> the, are you speaking about? The, the train ride I'm talking about is the, uh, the thought that comes in, grabs you and runs and okay. you follow it and you go with it. And now you're a victim and, and you're of, suffering and you're suffering. And if you're suffering in silence, it's even worse. That's yeah. what, that's what I'm trying to say is, yeah. so <clears> I, I get, you know, we've gotten so much feedback privately and I, I, I thank everybody, you know, immensely, but, uh, I don't know if, if um, you know, I'm questioning out loud. A public say, hey, guys, I tried. I employed this. I'm feeling a little bit different. Well, uh, okay. Uh... A public 
Yeah, that's look. That's that's a pers- like a coming out of the closet. That's kind that's of deal, that's, you know? a, that's a per. Uh, so even with coming out of the closet, that's a very personal choice. And if somebody wants to be um, vocal about it, they're more than welcome to. But that's that's their own choice. I mean, look. Yeah, it helps. Yeah, no, no. It it, it what helps? Coming just telling saying it out loud. Oh, it, listen, it, it, it does, but the person has to be ready to want to do that. <laughs> we fall back into <laughs> exactly my problem. The, the person wants to, the person want, yeah, the person, but the person needs to be willing and want to do that. I just, my, my hope is, and I, I should say our hope is that, that if they are suffering in silence, they don't necessarily have to come out onto Facebook and say, hey guys, it's that, the other thing I'm doing, yeah. this. Because like I see a lot of that on social media where people post their deepest, darkest secrets. And I, I do a lot of advocacy work on Instagram. Or I used to. I've actually slowed down now because I've been doing this and with the writing the book and just other stuff in general. Um, and one of the biggest... And and I'm going to be interviewing uh, Dr. Tatiana Mestechkina, who was my former therapist of some CBT of, of Better Living uh, later in the month. And it's one of the questions I'm going to ask her, and I want to actually kind of want to talk to her about this. How beneficial is it when I when all these people are speaking of their? So I'm going to use OCD as an example with intrusive thoughts. Like they'll say, "Oh, I had this intrusive thought; it was the worst, made me feel like this," and they leave it there. I think they just—I always look at it as like that's just reinforcing that you're suffering. You're not. It, there's no benefit to that. So if if somebody's going to come out and and publicly talk, I think it's the way we're doing it. Got it. Right? It's it's a not just structured, but it's it's with a point. It's with a it's there's a, a purpose. There's a purpose. Not to just it. getting it out there. It's not but, just it's not yeah. just say, "Oh yeah, I had intrusive thoughts about this, this and that also, and they were the worst." Blah 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 blah. And I'm not saying blah 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 in a bad way with that, but just to right. fill in the blanks. Fill in the blanks. Yeah. It's, you know, that can be, I think, a lot less beneficial than you would think it is because you, all you do, so if you suffered from OCD or even anxiety, okay. all you're doing is reinforcing that thought pattern by doing that. It's almost like you're coming out to say, Hey guys, I have this too. I, I, I have these thoughts too. Anybody else, anybody else that's reassurance. There's no benefit <clears throat> to that. In my mind, there's no benefit in my experience with years of Working with skilled therapists and following skilled therapists and reading articles, reading books, working with spiritual teachers, there's no benefit to that because you're looking for somebody to tell you, hey, yeah, me too. Okay, that's great. Yeah, me too. But now what? Because the me too doesn't solve your issue. It's just being part of a community is different. So the OCD community is phenomenal, right? Mm -hmm. It's phenomenal. So this isn't like to say that that community, no, that OCD community is phenomenal. It's sometimes when I see the people who are just posting things, looking for reassurances, and they're getting them from other people, there's more harm than benefit there. The community itself is phenomenal, whether it's anxiety, there's anxiety advocates, depression advocates. That's phenomenal. There should be more of them, tons more of them, because the more people, the the advocates who put the work out there, who are doing this work, are the ones who, who are doing what we do. They're coming out and they're saying, hey, you know, this is what I experienced, but let me tell you my path. Not just, let me just tell you what's going on today and how horrible it is. Let me tell you my path. Like they almost give you a ground, um, uh, like uh, a plan to follow, to say, hey, listen, I started here. I went through that. 
now I'm here. Let me show you how it happened for me. You could relate. Maybe it resonates with you, right? I'm not here to tell you everything's going to be okay. I'm here to tell you it's possible with the work and with this, this, that, whatever the situation might be. Um, so coming out, there's ways to do it. I think like what we do here is, again, with a purpose. Like yeah. we, we bear our souls for a purpose. Yeah. We're not bearing our souls because I want somebody to come back and say, hey, yeah, me too. So it makes me feel better all, only because I don't, that's a very short-term benefit. That, that, that reassurance of somebody telling you, hey, yeah, me too. While it's great because you have a community, that's a very short-term benefit for you. The larger benefit is now actually doing the work beyond that. So if somebody wants to come out, by all means, they're more than welcome to always. Or if they want to speak about it, or if they wanted to come on the show and speak about it, yeah. I, would, I, would, I would implore them to. But I always say, have a reason or a purpose to why you want to. And you'll notice if the purpose is to get reassured, and you're going to know right away because you just want somebody to make you feel better in that moment, hmm. There's not going to be much of a benefit for you there. Yeah, you'll know there's a community there for you, but there's not going to be much of a benefit. I think the real benefit comes from doing that with a willingness to say, okay, where do we go from here? Is there a direction? Like, let me... And, and that takes work, willingness, and and a lot of ugly places you're going to have to walk through probably. But No, but I think you helped me uh, clarify exactly the feeling I was feeling because <clears throat> I think when I say for for me going first or coming out is basically what my ailment or my what i experienced right what my 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 devil was right which is anxiety and depression but first first and foremost anxiety and how this process mindfulness has helped me tremendously like i don't know if there's any is there's a lot of people that i would even tell you that they they have anxiety simple simple as that like, I don't even know if they would come to terms with, I have anxiety, therefore, let me try this mindfulness route and then say, guys, I have anxiety. I discovered mindfulness and my anxiety is manageable. It's something that lets me live a very nice life, even though there's a bunch of turmoil. There's a bunch of turmoil, but man, like I was telling you before the show and you said to me, you can see the rabbit hole, but you have the tools. You have the choice not to step in it. To not st- you, you can actually look at the rabbit hole and say, hey, look, there's a rabbit hole. Uh, Lord knows I don't want to go in there because, man. What's the benefit to it? I rack my, all I do is rack my brain and get older. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, the rabbit hole isn't trying to logically solve a problem like that's on hand at this moment. That's not the rabbit hole. The rabbit hole is the worries, the yeah. fears. The what ifs? That's the rabbit hole. If your if your questions start with "I'm worried," "I fear," and "What if?", those are rabbit holes. That's a rabbit hole. That's where you go down because every "What if?" gives you another "What if?". The next "What if?" comes up with "Well, what if this?". All right, wait. But what if that? John, you know. But what if then? You know your OCD stories. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know how some of them lead you to incredible places, like. When I say incredible, I don't mean good. <laughs> I mean negative. Uh, I was giving you the sideways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you went. Huh? John, I mean, I've had anxiety <clears throat> attacks where I'm homeless with my kids on the side of the road on the cardboard box. Yeah, you know, that's where I've that's where I've gone. You yeah, know what I mean? Sure. You know, food pantry. 
you know, like begging. I'm openly telling everybody out there what my mind has gone through because I feel so strongly about what we do. And again, I have to calm down with that, you know, because I told you what I do now is like I'm I'm a I'm an aggressive advocate. <laughs> You're an aggressive spirit. Yeah, you just yeah. You, because and, and, I, I think it's just your. So what's I think what's kind of happening a little bit with you is you're by nature you're a very helpful person as i was yeah. as i am but i was back then also and when that happens your first reaction because this is the way you are the thinking mind comes in and goes we need to help people now absolutely we need to help everybody john this is phenomenal we need to help people how do we help people let me tell you you and you about this you don't realize that all all that happened was your thinking mind came back in, aka the ego, so good, John. and said, "I'm going to make this yeah. like my identity now. Yeah. Now look at me. Oh, now man. look what I've become. Now, guys, let me tell you, guys, don't say you, you. You guys don't realize this, bro. This is so. This is awesome. It's difficult. Like, <laughs> even if even if you're even if you're having the worst day, like you can still find peace. Let me tell you about it." Wow. Yeah. So that's exactly what's happening. But again, you know what they say? It's, 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 it, you, your natural trait is to be very helpful. Yeah. So that's why you're doing it. You're not doing it from a, it's not coming from a egoic, when I say egoic, no, more like conceited or I'm the best. It's more like I want to help so bad. And I was like that in the beginning. Yeah. So the same way you were, I had the same issue. I, it lasted very yeah. shortly because as I started doing that, like realized I was doing that, I was still learning from a, another spiritual teacher I was working with, and like, like, almost like, oh, whole crap! I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I'm doing. I didn't even realize what I was doing. I was like, I, this yeah. whole thing, spiritual ego, just came in all of a sudden. I'm like, wow! And I started to, you know, by by pr <coughs> practice, realizing the way I get people to maybe see is to attract them to me and attracting them to me is by just being this mirror for people by like you said before the things i say to them how i respond to something somebody says right maybe a small little hint or a small little insight here and that's it but not this is what you did wrong this is what you did right no it's never about that it's no it's, for me it's it's uh i i mush their face in mindfulness <laughs> you know what i mean like you know like you gotta listen to the podcast because I'm telling you a few episodes. I think that's yeah. a lot. I think a little bit of that is you just you're proud of the podcast as I am too, right? And I, I've I've I'm, I've told people about it. You know, John, I'm proud of the podcast. Yeah, but I want people to experience what I'm experiencing. They have to want to experience what you're experiencing. Yeah, they have to be willing to experience what you're experiencing. Yeah. They can't experience it just solely because you or I or anybody tells them to. Like, and sometimes for them to experience it, there's a lot of hard work and depending well, on their situation, a lot of, uh, you know, uncomfortable, uncomfortable situ feelings that they're going to have to allow to be there to go yeah. through it. So it's not, it's, you know, it's not like, you know, hey, do this and you feel peace and great. It's, I, 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 I told you I ran into two friends with two separate stories, both of them troubling and I see like mindfulness. How like, it could be helpful. My God. That's the first place I went to. It was like, I got it. Let me just direct you towards here. And then I read your book. 
because I, I was finishing it. Yes, ladies the, and gentlemen. The reread. This the, is what we do. The reread that he had to do and after my editor finished. As I'm reading John's book, I'm like, jeez. Reminder, be a guidepost. Be a signpost. Don't be a musher. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, bro, I, this is so powerful. I wrote it down. And I, I, I wanted to bring it today. To the podcast. Yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to bring it here today that uh, I can't wait for all of you to read John's book. We're getting closer. Yeah, I really can't because let's not let's not build this up to be like a <laughs> well because uh, I'm pretty sure the presidents of the nations are going to read it. Yes, and, uh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Oprah's that. Oprah's uh, book club. I'll be on. We're going to have world peace. No. And, uh, but no, uh, you know, bringing it back down to our level, um, it's that impactful. Um, it's it's an average guy who opens his soul and talks about his process and what he went through, and I mean. It's such a beautiful book. And then you further, you know, talk about what, you know, what's going on, what the mindfulness is. And then yeah. when, you, when you say about be a guidepost, I'm like, so I'm, you ever watch The Three Amigos? Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Remember the singing bush? Yes. Okay. I'm the <laughs> singing <laughs> bush. I'm an inanimate object, like a guidepost that goes, hey, look at me. Here's the like I'm the freaking singing bush. That's a great analogy. Yes, thank that's you. That's a great analogy. These are the stupid things I'm good at. <laughs> yeah, that's a great analogy. So this is why we're gonna be picked up by a big network. But John, this is like I have to I have to be more aware of what I'm doing. And even though I have the best of intentions, by being pushy about it, I don't think it's gonna help anybody. But I have to be like you said, be a mirror. Like, say it like, you know, hey, look, you know, my friend and I, we had this podcast and I think it'll help. But, you know, I want to I want to mush them into like, watch this. Sit here. Sit here and watch this. Like, li listen to this. Sit here and listen. To this. I'm like, sometimes the more you. You want to attract. The less you do. Yeah. OK, good. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes the more you want because you want to help, the more you you the more you're yearning for it. It just doesn't work that way. It's almost got to be. It's almost got to be. You allow it to happen. You allow it to happen, and and people. So I was like you in the beginning, where I was very, who can I help? Who can I help? Who can I help? Who can I help? Then I started realizing, as I said two, a few minutes ago, I laid off of that. I just kind of said, no, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on what I am instead, and what I want to, what I want to kind of. Um, what I want to um, grow with this instead and not worry about who can I help right now. And slowly, slowly, and even the, in the podcast, it helped. Slowly, I get a phone call from one person. I get a phone call from another person. This person said, hey, you want to go for a walk one day? Hey, you want to meet for coffee one day? Hey, I got a question. Now, I'm not saying it's like tons of people, but all of a sudden, a person here and a person there has started to reach out and been and and then and they're asking, you know, John, did you ever go through this or did this ever happen in your life? Or, you know, when this happened, what was it? And they started asking questions. And with those questions, you could give insights and kind of be like, well, that way. I'm not gonna tell you what you should do in your life, but that way. Yeah, but you're good at this, man. Because uh a guy like me, <laughs> like, I, but you keep saying a guy like me. you keep saying like guy like me. Yeah, Dude, like I'm too. You, you're on. You, you've been on this path for. I, I, I'm too. 
trigger trigger happy. Like I'm too trigger happy to tell you. Work on your trigger awareness. Right. Work on your trigger. Next time you're with somebody, and you hear them say, you hear them like I used to do this. You hear somebody complain, and right away you want to tell them, what's the point of complaining? Or or you want to get allow them to complain and just stand like this, and let them realize it in time. I, I, we, we actually, one of our first episodes, we spoke about this, yeah. I, where we said it takes time sometimes for somebody who's unconscious. Where they, When I say unconscious, again, we mean somebody who's just like they're tied to their mind. They're identified with everything their mind says. It takes time for that separation to come. It's not something you could just, you can't rip it up. You, know, you can't yeah. stick your hands in and go, no, this is you. This is your mind. It takes time. To, it takes time to, to nurture that awareness. And as it grows exponentially, it'll grow more. But that person's got to want, they have to want That's to. That's a great analogy. Yeah. Because, yeah, because I'm the one that's separating. The, oh, watch this. No. If you don't do it, then it's not going to get done. Right. You'll be, you'll be, a, you'll be, if you want to be a, a, a signpost for people or a guidepost or you want to be a. Well, what he said was, <laughs> was if my, you want to be. <laughs> that was my, my watch. No, 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 no. We know what that was. Uh, that's a, that was great, That's a right? young lady. She goes by Siri. That was great. <laughs> what was I saying now? If you want to be the guidepost for people. If you want to be the guidepost for people, you have to, you have to be that mirror for them. But if, if the only way that happens is you have to have that absolute awareness of yourself. This yeah. way, before you say something, you realize the situation and you don't just give advice to give advice. Yeah. You let the person realize it on their own sometimes just through insights or just being there in presence with them. And, and it, 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 it does work. But it's, you know, I, I get it. You want to take the person and shake them sometimes and be like, yeah, hey, I want to help you. That doesn't help. What? Even in therapy. Look, if you talk to a very good therapist, they'll tell you it's a process, right? You don't get somebody to come in on the first therapy session, I'm going to solve your problems. No, bro, it's, mm. you got to solve, you're going to fix this, but you have to realize what's happening. And then you're going to, once that, again, awareness is in everything. Once that awareness is there, that person can now whether it's PTSD or anxiety or depression or whatever, that person or OCD can now start to work with certain skills and tools, depending on the situation, to grow that awareness and get that distance from this thing in our heads. Yeah, no, it's just very simple. What mindfulness has done for me, not that you're different, but simply put, you're further along, but what mindfulness has done for me is so revolutionary that I want to, I want to affect every single person that yeah. possibly has an ailment, right? That, that has this, this pain, this suffering. You want to do a mass vaccination? Yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, he said flaxinate. <laughs> Sorry. He said fla- F-L-A-X. You want to do a, you want to do a mess? Yeah, uh, YouTube, relax. Yeah, you want to do, you want to do, you want to, yeah, you want, you want to help people. Yeah, like, you want to, you, you, <laughs> I think I'm going to bust my balls for that, aren't you, Yeah, yeah, you, YouTube, oh, go take God, a hike. Whatever. Um, you want to be the Mahatma Gandhi of, uh, of mindfulness. Yeah, you want, you, you want to, you want to cure everybody. Yeah. And I get it. I understand that, but it doesn't work that way. It doesn't. Yeah, it it's sad that it doesn't, but it doesn't work that way. No, no, no. And, and you could so totally see how it's counterproductive. It's counterproductive. It's, uh, and, and I got to catch that. And anybody listening that I directed towards, to this show, uh, I just heard me. You know, say what I said. Uh, sorry, I, I I was pushy, but 
<laughs> sorry, I was yeah. pushy. Sorry, I was pushy. It's, it's mass I apology. I, yeah, mass apology. <laughs> I mean, and that goes for a lot of people. And, and my wife is listening. I, I'm, <laughs> I am a... She called you out. Yeah, she called me out. <laughs> and I'm a mass pusher. And the truth is, I have to be more of a mirror. I have to be more of a uh, calm you mirror. Are, you are, you are, you are all those things. Just work on the awareness, your yeah. own awareness yeah. of, of in this in that moment to not react, but respond. Remember the chapter: react and respond. Yeah. Not to react, but respond. That's yeah. that, and and that's it's damn. It's almost like it, it really is. And so I asked my therapist once. And this is like when we were at the end and I was just going once every few months and it was more of jam sessions than anything else at right. this point. And I was talking to her and I was like, can I ask you a question? I'm like, so I get a lot of this. I understand how all this works, you know, with the therapy and, you know, with acceptance commitment therapy and, and, and how you build all this awareness. Right. I said, but, I said, working with people when somebody's not willing or, I, I said, the, the getting somebody to get from here to there, I go, how do you do that? And she goes, that's the art. Yeah. She goes, we can learn everything we want in school. She goes, but the art is how you deal with the person. Yeah, she's not kidding. No, that's yeah. where the art, that's it. And when we say the art, it's the, 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 the um, finesse of it, right? That's how you, and, and, and art is yeah. correct. So a spiritual teacher, when they'll say, I'm going to, I'm going to reflect and show you in me how you should, you know, the, the, the direction you should go or, you know, things like that, or, or be a signpost for somebody. That's kind of the same thing. It's I'm not going to shove it down your throat. We're going to finesse this until you're ready and willing. Once you're willing, then we could, you know, give you a little bit more and and you know whatever it is. And depending on situation, right? Because you're you're, you're in the care of a professional who kind of knows what they're doing, and I guess that helps. But man, oh man, uh, you know, just very simple. Uh, we're in love with this thing. Mindfulness. Yeah, absolutely, uh, man. It, it made a difference in both of our lives. And I hope we've sp splattered some mindfulness, at least to be, you know, inquisitive about it. To No, I don't hope. I know we have just right? because people I've spoken to, you've spoken to, yeah. you know, uh, people are coming back and listening every week. So I, I, I know that we have. And, and that's very encouraging. And I'm, I'm ecstatic about that. Um, I love that, that, that that's happening. Um, so yeah. I know that we have and we'll just continue doing it and you know we evolve as yeah. the show evolves and yeah. we'll see we'll see you know what, what like we said you know what's going to be happening next but yeah as far as that like A don't beat yourself up because that's by the way you're beating yourself up like if you get like yeah, say, oh, yeah. I was doing this I was no, I just I feel bad that there's nothing to feel bad about yeah, because you weren't you, you, I was pushy about it there's nothing to feel bad about because A you didn't do anything wrong you weren't trying to you weren't doing anything malicious so something you're bad about you were eager you were very eager and your and, and your mind your mind literally jumped in front and said i'm taking this henry let's go no i can tell you exactly what i feel bad about my effectiveness <clears throat> i want to be effective yeah, you be and that's not effective yeah but okay but because what's my goal why am i why am i you're being very critical right now yeah but you know why do i want to push this on you I want to push it on you because I want you to feel this. I get it. But you're being very critical right now, and that's what's, what's doing that. Whenever you – any kind of uh, low self-esteem, no self-esteem, right? You, high self-esteem, low self-esteem, mm -hmm. the best self-esteem to have is no self-esteem. So right now, you're being critical of yourself because you think – your mind's telling you 
You tried to do something positive, and maybe you were too pushy. Oh, my God. But be careful because you're on a slippery slope because you know what that becomes? Oh, I'm not good at this. This sucks. What the hell did I do? Okay. This is worse. And by the way, you just, down, you just went down a rabbit hole, and you didn't even realize it. You saw you were digging it as you were talking. So you started every, doing this. As so, you're talking, you had the shovel, and I see so, that. I see the dirt going over my head. I'm so like, people got a glimpse of my ego coming in and rabbit holing me. Yeah. Uh-huh. See? Yeah. And you got and, that for free. And hold on. And, but, but at the same time, you started then having this negative talk in your head just yeah. now, how I'm not effective. Just by you saying I'm not effective mm-hmm. at it, that's, that negative self-talk is just another voice coming and telling me, yeah, you're the worst, man. You're not good at this. Yeah. What'd you do wrong, Henry? Ba, 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 ba. And you had a shovel and you're doing this. Yeah. yeah. I, I was, I'm not effective. And I see, I yeah. see you digging. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you're not good at this. Let it go. You're not good at this. <laughs> you're fucking good, man. <laughs> you, you're great, man. I, I just, dude, I just am. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I don't. I'm. I'm I know. Good, bad, and different. I don't. I, know. You, I, I'm I gonna, just. You. I know it's annoying when people hear me say that. You. You are good. You. No, 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 no. You me, are yeah, good. No, no, no. You're good. No, no. You're good. You're good. I said you're good. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I was. Uh, Robert De Niro and Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. Uh, what was the name of the movie? Analyze this. Analyze and, this. And analyze that. that. Oh, crap. Yeah, therapy. Look at that. Incredible. Look at that. That was a nice connection. Incredible. Anyway, so yeah, man. Don't, it's, it's, it's a great, it's a, it's, it's, it's a great thing. It's phenomenal on, on multiple levels. Yeah. Um, I want to marry it. I want to marry it. It's such a beautiful, beautiful thing that you can it's a skill that you would never think you can you be capable of doing, but you certainly are capable of doing it. You are capable of doing it. And, and remember, just because you start it and, and, and you start to maybe see benefits of it eventually, uh, whether through meditation or through just mindfulness or, or, um, or acceptance or by whether you're in therapy or if you're working with another spiritual teacher or you read a, a great book like The Happiness Trap by Dr. Ross Harris, all these things are going to give you insights. Um, just be just always be aware it's an ongoing journey right so there's no end game that's right yeah. right so sometimes people get very and uh, this is where i think where people who've been on the path a little longer or maybe have more experience and but they've they've done the work right they've worked on themselves they've gone deeper they see that it's an ongoing journey and there is no end game. It's not about reaching a destination. It's not about becoming this. It's <clears throat> about continuing this journey. Yeah, it's the equivalent And, w- and of- when you do that, there's a flow and that flow doesn't stop then. It just keeps coming. keeps coming. No matter what happens in life, that flow just keeps coming. It's the equivalent of a healthful eating as a diet. Not, hey, I'm doing a diet and you lose 20 pounds and you go back to eating the same crap so now you gain. No, no. You're always on... Yeah. Right? You're you always eat healthy. On. It's a change of lifestyle. Right. They say, right? When you there go on a diet, they say it's a lifestyle change. That's it. it. This is that too. But by the way, this is a, this will even help with that. Yeah, yeah. No, no. John, it's, it's, it's everything. I, I'll, I'll admit it. I choose to eat potato chips once in a while. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'll look at them and I'll go, yes, my mind knows. Yeah. I, my, my inner awareness will go, those aren't healthy. And I'll go, I know, but they taste good and I want yeah. one. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> so, I mean, we all get to make choices like That's that. It, yeah. Yeah, it's not about being perfect. It's not about, it's about, it's about making the conscious choice that works for you in that moment. And, and, it's, and it's beneficial for you in that moment. You know, it's, it's, yeah. 
I think you look. I think, you, I think you're doing great. I think you, I think you went a little. You no, know, yeah. I think I, I think you, you you know you you were beating no, yourself up a little bit here. No, as 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 to. we started the show, uh, because I'm a because I'm hyper aware, I I become now sensitive to. Uh oh, this person has problems. This person could use mindfulness, and, and you want to help, right? That's it. You want to help, so you help. You know how you you're in an airplane. Oxygen mask comes down. Yeah. You put it on your kid first, or you put it on you first. The pilot first. <laughs> uh, make sure the pilot has it. Yeah. Yep. You put it on yourself yours. first. Yeah. So until you're, unless you're, we're going to use Zenish. Zenish or whatever. Unless you're working on yourself and you're working on that really at a high level, that's when it benefits people around you. Because once you do that, you change as a, and the individual, you start leading a different life. You start being a different, even though you're the same person. Like, like I say, like me personally, like anybody, like we go out to dinner, I'll have the same dumbass conversations we had four years ago, right? Or five years ago, or ten years ago. That doesn't change, but you're a different person depending on the situation. Your reactions, your responses are different. Uh, your insights are different. So even though you could be the same fun guy, mm. like like people think, oh, my personality, my no. You don't lose your sense of humor. None right. of that goes away. Right. You actually have a heightened awareness of it all. Yeah. Right? And you know when to apply the sense of humor and when to apply a little bit of insight into some of the conversation. Yeah, and then you have fringe benefits. Like, the whole purpose of mindfulness, I think, is to be able to really soak in that particular moment that you're living at the moment right now. Yeah. Right? I would say that's kind of the, the that's, base that's purpose. The, that's the purpose of life, right? by the way. Like, there you go. It's one moment at a time. <clears throat> and this helps you achieve that because when I was in my worst, I mean, because we, we, we could all point to a time in our life when we were just done, you know, we fried. And I don't remember a thing, uh, not a thing. So this really helps me, I don't know, be in the moment more, enjoy more, really. Be present. I just came back from a baseball trip. Uh, I've been on many baseball trips. <laughs> I've been on many, as you have too. <laughs> and you quite a few more than me. I've been out for a while, but, but <laughs> you know, I, I, they're all, they're all, and we have a very good friend who can tell you what shorts I was wearing that day, right? <laughs> uh, that's how aware he is. John, I can't tell you. They're all one. They're all one big one. Blur. It's a blur. I don't remember anything. I remember. I remember this one. And I think that's huge. I remember this one. I remember uh, the games. I remember where we ate. Well, I remember... it, if your mindset was one of of not engaging everything that was happening or, 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 or not engaging all the criticisms in your head about what was happening in the event and not engaging all the opinions in your head, but actually just being there watching the event happen... By the way, when you do that, that when you work, when you have that hyper awareness and you're just absolutely present and just watching and absorbing what's there, you take in more. Like you take in more. There, I was reading, um, uh, and then, then we have to kind of. I think we'll we'll cut it after that. I was reading a, a post from a, um, a spiritual teacher that I follow, and he made a mention of the of some of a special Zen um, Buddhist monk uh, monastery where there was a student that wanted to, was going to graduate, there's like a graduation ceremony. And 
they asked him a question of a certain thing that was placed next to him at the ceremony, and he didn't know what it was. And he wasn't able to pass. And he had to do, now I don't know if it's a story, if it's a fable, or if it's true. Apparently, the student had to do another six years of this um, process to graduate again because they say they want you to be aware of everything, what's placed to your left, what's placed to your mm. right, what's in front of you, where you are, how you're seated, how you're standing. Not just be there, okay, what's next, what's next, I'm going to graduate, this is great, but actually be immersed in what's happening around you. And when you do that, you can be like, yes, I remember I put those two white boxes on my left. I remember that my cup is over here. I remember that my keys are in my pocket. I remember Because you're aware while you're doing these things. You're not just doing them unconsciously. You're doing them with awareness. They're, uh, they're mindful actions you're taking. That's when they're nice. mindful, they're like magnets. They stick to you. That's nice. I'm saying you can remember everything. But, and I guess like the story might have been a little bit of a, you know, there are exaggerated fables and stories that you have to hear. But the point of it is so true. Oh, no, when I, you do something unconscious like this, where did I leave my keys? You don't know where you left your keys because you were throwing your keys down as you were thinking about what you have to do tomorrow. Instead of going like this, my keys are going here. John, I, I could, I, I'm living proof of that fable. Yeah. I, I mean, I, with, oh, with, we all are. Not just with, you. With, Everyone with, is. No, with real life. Like, I'm telling you, before I would go to these things with a, a crowded mind, for lack of a Crowded. Yeah. A lot of people in there. <laughs> Stadium full. <laughs> so you're not here. You're Stadium you're, full of Henry's. You're tending to the anxiety. and So I would literally be in the stands pick cuz i am a big picker i pick my 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 fingers, fingers and, right but i'd be picking 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 and my mind is somewhere else but because i've rewired a bit it's incredible and don't get me wrong anxious feelings come in and especially right now i'm going through a very anxious time in my life yeah but you're still able to mindfully be present in that weekend and i remember when you called me and you were yep recounting the whole the whole week and again granted it's, it's a weekend that just happened but it, it was a it, it it's it's nice to see that you're able to and I, and I say this because I, you know, you're a friend you're like a brother to me and, and I love to see that you're you're benefiting from this stuff because it's it's great I left on a Wednesday and yeah. I told you John I might need to call you I'm going to do a lot of stuff and yeah. I, I might need I never got a chance to call you but I spoke to you on Sunday and I'm telling you oh my god yeah. Don you got it <laughs> believe me so, so you went from calling me on, texting me on Wednesday night saying, hey, you have a minute to maybe talk, to not hearing from you for four days, which was fine because I was interpreting that as navigating this. This is great, awesome, to telling me what a great weekend it was. Yeah. So whatever was so, the issue that was there on Wednesday was there on Thursday, was there on Friday, was there on Saturday, was there on Sunday. And freaking Monday when you called me with your two kids in the car, yeah. you know, ranting and raving about what a great weekend it was. But yet you were able to be present and enjoy that weekend anyway. Because no matter what happens with that situation in the future, that weekend you were present there, you enjoyed yeah. it, you were in the moment with your kids. That's what life's about. And nobody could ever take that away from you. No, but, but, but imagine every moment could still be like that. That's no matter what's happening, you could be present in that moment. And I'm not saying every moment's enjoyable, guys, but... No, no. But, but you have a choice. You have the choice to be present in those moments. And when they are great moments, you, you, you absorb it, and then it's over. And now we move on to the next moment, and we be present in what we're doing now. Uh, amazing. So, that All was right. great. Great work. Oh, well. All right, we're going to do this. Uh, <clears throat> take you in again. Take us down. Take us in. 
Yes, let's land the <laughs> let's land, land the crazy let, helicopter. Let's, let's land this crazy jet. <laughs> it's like uh, uh, a bachelor party playing up here. All right. Um, okay, everybody. Uh, thank you again for listening to, to to us this week. And as we always do, after all the gibber and jabber and what <laughs> the gibber and jabber that comes out of our mouths and uh, your mind to process and things, let's take a few moments here to work on everything we kind of speak about. So let's, if you're seated, please, like as, as always, just be mindful of your posture. Close your eyes. If you want them open, that's fine. Also, if your eyes are open, just kind of gaze, but don't lock in on anything specific. Start by taking a couple of nice deep breaths. And we like to do the um, two second on the inhale, two second hold, and the two second exhale. <clears throat> Excuse me. So let's start. Hold it. And exhale. As thoughts come into the mind, keep breathing. Allow them to pass. Watch them like a cloud in the sky. No attachment to them. We're not trying to grab anything. Let it float by. If there's a feeling, bring your awareness to that feeling, whether it's you're uncomfortable or there's a base level of an emotion there. Notice it. And now bring your attention back to your breath. By noticing that emotion or noticing that feeling, that's how you work that awareness. Or noticing that uncomfortable feeling in your body. Keep breathing. Don't lock in on it. Whatever it is, if it's a thought or a feeling or an uncomfortable feeling in your body or an emotion, don't lock in on it. Notice it and allow it to float by and bring your attention back to your breath. If you have to do that 10 times or 20 times, then so be it. Take a few more deep breaths. You could even get a global awareness if you want, which is kind of absorb everything around you in the room, what you're hearing, sensations, smells. Don't attach to any of them, just notice everything. And realize you're the one behind it all. Let's take one more deep breath. And exhale. Slowly open your eyes. If you want to sit here for a few minutes, guys, I always say that's a great idea. After I meditate sometimes, I'll sit there for just a couple of minutes and just kind of gaze around. So... And that's it. That's all I got. I don't know. I have nothing else. Nah, it's, I'm done. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. I'm done. It's a beautiful thing, guys. I don't know. Well, I'm going to, I promise if, if, we, if we run into me, 
I'll be a little less aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> he won't beat you up this time. You take your lunch money. <laughs> so, well, all right. thank you, thank you all for listening. Yep, yep. Uh, much love, everybody, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Peace out. See you later.